0: From all of you around the nation, around the globe, around Arizona, around Phoenix, around central Phoenix, wherever you're listening. From the crypt here in Phoenix, this is Jimmy Bones, and welcome to Bones on Sports. So we just finished up week two of the NFL. We want to talk a little bit about the Cardinals. Uh, hockey's getting back in the swing of things. Not a lot to talk about there. Um, except maybe, I don't know, not quite sure what Montreal is up to. Unless they went to Vegas and put money on the Golden Knights, which is entirely possible because that trade uh, to get Tatar, uh, Max Biscotti, I mean, my goodness, uh just made vegas a hell of a lot stronger Um, i'm not sure what they were thinking on that one unless they see something in the suzuki kid that i haven't seen i don't know but max is a uh legitimate 20 goal scorer right uh tatar you know he's he's i mean he played i think what 20 some games last year maybe got 10 points um, so what the, like I said, unless it's something with Suzuki, unless Max Domi came to town and said, hey, I'm the only Max on the team so get rid of this other guy who happened to be their captain, um, which I doubt is the case, but hell, you never know. Montreal looks weaker and Vegas is just gonna, I don't know, I think they're just gonna roll. Uh, they got Carlson um, coming back. They they picked up Paul Stasny in free agency. Um, they said the trade for Paco I mean, they're I don't know. They look solid again. They're just going to keep rolling four lines like they always have, um, you know. And that, and I just hope that uh, the Coyotes can can keep up a little bit. But right now, I'd say that they're the the front runner front runner to uh, win that division. So, uh, but really, the couple things I wanted to focus on today was uh, the NFL, uh, the Cardinals, and the controversial take of the week as with Colin Kaepernick. So. Sit back, relax, uh, enjoy the ride. So, I'm going to read some numbers here to you and then we'll talk about them. Uh, Let's take a look. Total first downs, 19. Third down conversions, 4 of 20. Total offensive yards, 350. Uh, Passing yards, 243. Uh, two interceptions. Uh David Johnson, 22 attempts, 85 yards. Uh Larry Fitzgerald, 10 receptions, 104 yards. Um if I read those out to you, you'd say, yeah, you know what, that's that's a decent game. You know, the two interceptions may be a little bit of a concern. How many touchdowns were thrown? Um uh folks, this is over two games. And right now Sam Bradford is 61 of 37 for 243 yards, a 60% completion, no touchdowns, two interceptions, a passer rating of 55.6. 19 first down to their opponents, 54. Uh, I can do the math on that, but that's probably one and a half times. All time, 920. Half of 20 is 1050. Yeah, so more than that. Um, Third down conversions, 4 of 20. Their opponents are 14 of 28. One out of every five. Okay. Um, Total offensive yards, 350 to 861. Uh, Johnson, 85 total yards over two games. Fitzgerald, uh, 10 receptions, 104 yards, two games. Okay. The longest reception that Bradford has thrown so far is to Fitzgerald for 27 yards. Um, They've scored three points they didn't get across the 50 yard line until the fourth quarter yesterday. Uh, I know a lot of people are, are, are screaming for Bradford and Hey, um, got to get Rosen in, turn the keys over to this kid. I'm, I'm reluctant for one reason. Number one, I'm not sure the offensive line can stop anybody and you don't want this kid getting hurt. And then they got Bradford coming back. Um, who Bradford is probably one strong wind away from winding up on the IR. Uh, Who's our third string quarterback? Um, that's a great question. Um, I'm, I wow. Let's find out. Let's click roster and see who it is. The uh, quarterback Sam Bradford, QB uh, Mike Glennon uh, from North Carolina State. Oh, uh, geez, I'm not sure. Well, anyhow, so I don't even think about that. Um, But you don't want to bring in a rookie quarterback too soon. and We've seen it time and time again. Uh, Detroit's done it to probably 30 quarterbacks in their career. um, Where you bring them in too soon and just mentally they're not ready and mentally they get broken down and they don't turn into good quarterbacks. Uh, Like the kid out of Oregon that they drafted, Joey Harrington, could have been a hell of a good quarterback, but Detroit rolled them out there in the first couple games and there you have it. Um I'm not ready to do that, and in my opinion, I don't think that doing that makes him a playoff contender. Um, If if what we've seen the past two weeks continues for the next 15, then it's going to be a hell of a long year, and frankly, if we're not going to get to the playoffs and not be a contender, and I don't think we are with Rosen at this point in time, uh, then I say don't risk it. And let him watch and learn, and let him pick up on it, and let him come in when he's ready. He'll tell you he's ready because he's a because he's an athlete and he's a gamer. Uh, but don't bring him out there too soon and ruin this kid. And that's my take on it. Um, you know what am I uh, surprised about over the first two weeks? Um, I'm surprised how good Chicago is. I'm surprised how good their defense is. Uh, Khalil Mack was a game changer. Uh, why? Oakland oh, let him go. I'll never know, but oh man, they, they look solid. Um, hate to say this to the Patriot Nation, but I think they're about done. Uh, you know, you look at that Jacksonville game yesterday, and I, and I watched that second half. Um, most of the game, actually, I watched most of that game um, because I couldn't bear to keep watching the Cardinals and. Two years ago, three years ago, even last year, I think New England comes back and wins that game. And the fact that they couldn't put it together and, and lost to Jacksonville. Granted, it was in Jacksonville, but uh, a couple years ago, they come back and win. So, I'm I'm, uh, – they're one-on-one one now, right? So, yeah, I think they are. That, that first game, they beat Houston. Wow, well, let's go back and look. They beat Houston. I'm almost positive of it. And – Houston didn't play that great. I really don't think they had too much. I don't think they had. I don't think that much of a business winning that game. But let's just go in and see. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, twenty-seven twenty was the final on that one. And I don't know. I'm not. um, I'm not too impressed with them this year. I mean, they're one and one. Uh, Granted, it's only week two. It's only week two. Uh, But but I think Chicago can go pretty far. And granted, they did lose a heartbreaker last week. uh, But they came back today. And you know, Seattle, Seattle's not a bad team, and they embarrass Seattle. Um, I think, I'll you know, see if we got the final and yet. 20, 24, 24, 17. Yeah, that last, oh by the way, touchdown by the Seahawks. All right, we're coming to write that one off, whatever. Um, but they they sacked uh, um Russell Wilson five times. A interception, one a pick six, and and they look they look pretty good. So you know, we just got to keep plugging along. We play the games. Uh, you know only time is going to tell who comes out on top. But I'll, I'll tell you, I even though Chicago's one on one, uh, I do like them a lot. Uh, I hate the Cowboys. I'm not going to give them any props, um, but don't tell them I said this. They they don't look too bad either. Um, feel. Uh, bad Father Cardinal fans out there, myself included. It's I had some high hopes coming into this year. Um, no, it's just going to be a long, long, long season. So let's switch gears and put the finishing touches on baseball and get to the controversial take of the week. Um, I'll let you guys get on with the rest of your day. So as we come into the last two weeks of the year, you know, mathematically, I don't think the Diamondbacks so are out of it. They're they're four and a half out of a wild card spot, but realistically, they're out of it. And I think, yeah, you know, I think we need to look a little bit towards next year and and what do they need to do to get better? And uh, you know, I, I it's not a lot. I, I believe you need to shore up the catcher position. Uh, I think you need to shore up the bullpen. Either go out there and get a couple of legitimate starters, or a legitimate closer. Uh, I think Archie Bradley may have the mentality to close games. I know that when he was a starter, he had four pitches, I want to say, and as a setup man, pretty much just went fastball and that uh, you know little change-up curve that he has. <clears throat> Boxberger, I don't think, is a legitimate closer. He, he, he Granny had 32 saves out of 39 opportunities this year, but I never liked him in the position. Um, he, you know, right now he's he's got a 4.47 ERA, a two and seven uh, win loss record. Um, yeah, they're only hitting 219 off of the guy, but I don't, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't like him there for whatever reason. I don't. Uh, like I said, I think Bradley could step in that role. I mean, he's four and five with a three sixty five ERA. Uh, they're hitting two twenty six against him, but um, you know they're, they're they've got they can they, you can make an argument that they get, they can have a decent rotation with uh, Buckholtz, uh, Corbin. I mean, Corbin at eleven and five this year with a three oh five uh, ERA. That's that's not bad. A whip of one oh three. Um, he pitched a hell of a year. Uh, hopefully we can keep him. I think he's in the last year of his contract. Um, you know, Granky, fourteen and ten with a three twenty ERA. Uh, Godley with a, a fourteen and ten, also with a four seventy nine. He works on that a little bit, and and he did do better the second half of the year than he did the first half. Um, so you've got Godley, uh, Robbie Ray needs to get healthy. He can pitch. Um, you know, Granky. Uh, Corbin Buckholtz. Yeah, I'd like to see another another proven starter in there, um, but it's really the it's it's really that bullpen, uh, the catcher position, in the closer spot. Yeah, you you improve that dramatically, and I think you have a much better chance. Um, you know, granted, yeah, you always want to see more hitting. Uh, you always want to see more hitting, but defense wins games. Um, Pitching wins championships. Yeah, we'll kind of leave it at that. So, yeah, so that's our Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, All right, well, let's just go back and look one last quick time and make sure that I was right about that four. Another four and a half out, and I think it's still four and a half out for the wild card spot as well. And you've got, uh, what do you got, uh, two weeks left in the season? Sunday the thirtieth is their last game, so you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games. You have eleven games left. Um, are you going to make up four and a half? You've got to go on a hell of a winning streak here. And I don't know. I don't know that they got it in them, uh, especially with three of three of them against the Dodgers. I guess you sweep the Dodgers and you got a good shot at it because they're a half a game. They're now. I take that back. They are four games ahead of us. So you got to sweep them to have a to have a to have a chance at it. Um, that's assuming you can get to that series without being five or six out, which you could because you got the Rockies right before. So, yeah, so there you have it, folks. Um, that's your Arizona Diamondbacks. So here's the deal with this Colin Kaepernick thing, right? So the guy can't land a job in the NFL, and I'll get to that in a minute. So Nike hires him to make a to make an advertisement uh, or advertisement, whichever way you want to say it. Um, you know, saying I forget exactly what it is. You know, make it take a stand or or believe in something, even if it means costing you everything. And you see a ton of memes going around, which are hilarious, by the way. If you get a chance to catch some of those on Facebook, there's some pretty good ones out there. But you know, here's here's what I think about the whole thing. You know, my opinion on it, and my opinion in, in a dollar get you a cup of coffee. But uh, what he did in and of itself, is not necessarily disrespectful, right? Taking a knee instead of sitting on the bench during the National Anthem, let me say that again, taking a knee instead of sitting on the bench during the National Anthem, I don't think is necessarily a disrespectful act. He made it disrespectful by saying he's protesting a country because of racism. Okay, fine. You want to have that opinion, have that opinion, right? Uh, Frankly, um, again, and I've said this in other podcasts, you're an athlete. I don't give a shit what you think. I don't care about your feelings. I want you to do one thing, and that's play football and entertain me. Uh, I don't care what your political stances are. I don't care what you believe in, what you don't believe in. All right. That's inconsequential to me. Your opinion doesn't matter. Go play football. Okay. But here's, here's where I start to struggle with everyone's everyone making a big deal about the guy and saying this has cost him everything and this cost him everything. I watched the guy play football. I am not convinced that had he never done that, he would be in the NFL right now with a starting job. He's probably in the NFL. It's probably a backup. It might be a third-string situation. He's probably coming in to, to fill in as an, an emergency quarterback someplace, maybe even Arizona in a couple weeks. If they bring Rosen in, he gets hurt, and Sam Bradford gets hurt. Crap comes over here? I don't know. Who knows, right? We'll never know for sure. But the fact that they're saying this cost him everything and he doesn't have a job and there's collusion, okay, one, you're an A-hole. Two, you got too much too much spotlight on you because of what you did. And three, you're not a good quarterback. Stop acting like you're, you're Brett Favre or Drew Brees or Joe Namath or Tom Brady or uh, Kurt Warner or anybody. You're not, and you never were a great quarterback. Marginal at best. Um, you had a couple lucky plays. You had a couple... But one good season in San Francisco. But the fact of the matter is, 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 is during the entire off season, I don't ever recall this guy going out and doing anything to stop racism or doing anything to promote his viewpoint or to promote his cause or to set up a nonprofit. We don't hear about him until week one of the NFL. What does that tell you? What it tells me, I'm glad you asked. Tells me all the guy's a spotlight hog and just wants the attention, wants to make it all about him. Me, 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 me. Yeah, okay, guess what? With that attitude, you're probably never going to get a job in the NFL, and it's probably not because you're not a good quarterback. it probably has something to do with it, but it's probably not because you're not a good quarterback. It's probably because you don't have a team mentality, and you're making everything about you, and you want to have the entire universe revolve around you, Kaepernick. Well, the fact is it is it doesn't, and if it wasn't for football, If it wasn't for you taking a knee and then making it disrespectful, you probably just would have faded away like a lot of other quarterbacks have that I can't name off the top of my head because they were inconsequential. And that's who I think you are. So, controversial as it may be, that's my opinion on the whole thing. Um, If you agree, disagree, uh, you guys know how to get a hold of me. Bonesonsports at yahoo.com or tweet me at Bonesonsports.com. So, on the last note here, uh, like I do with every podcast, um, yeah, I tell a little story, tell a little joke, uh, try to end on a light note. Um, it's a little sad, but I had to go to a funeral recently. And you know, during, uh, I guess, the eulogy, um, or the yougoogly if you're a Zoolander fan, uh, I went up to the widow and said, I would like to say something. So, I got up in front of the, the congregation, uh, looked over everybody, and said, plethora went back down to take my seat the widow grabs my hand looks me square in the eye and says thank you jimmy bones that means a lot so until next time check out some past podcasts uh, check out some other great content on age of radio uh, this is jimmy bones from the crypt in phoenix you've been listening to